Hey besties, how y'all doing today? I hope all is well. I'm good today, y'all. I'm good today. You know, some of the podcasts I come on and I talk about how I how I be feeling, giving y'all a little update. But today all is well and I pray that all is well with you. Today I'm going to ask you guys to shake off everything that you may be worrying about, everything that was on your mind, and to fully engage in this podcast, with this podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about body image and dealing with body image and struggling with body image, all things body image. But before we get into it, let's start off in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask that you open up our eyes and our ears of our understanding. Lord, help us to shake off our day and to fully engage with this podcast. Lord, speak through me and speak to us. In Jesus' name, I pray. We pray. Amen. So besties, body image is something that we all have struggled with. I'm going to be honest. I did not even want to talk about body image this week. That's not even what my topic was. My topic was something else. Let me tell y'all, I had scheduled to be talking about how does God see us. I wasn't trying to talk about body image, okay? But I'm glad that we get to have this conversation because body image is one of those things that most people, I I can put my head on the chopping block that everybody, not most people, but everybody has struggled with body image at least once in their life. Because we all look in the mirror and say, we don't like something about ourselves. Have you ever wished that you can change something about yourself or about your body? Have you ever taken matters into your own hands and actually went to allow somebody to alter your body? You know, because we live in a in a culture where if you don't like it, you fix it, right? Even if you don't fix it, we, we are enhancing our bodies by putting your own shapewear and putting on these tight girdles men and women because it's not just the women and i know that the body image topic may seem like it's leaning toward just women but it's not because there are men who put on spanks spandex and things to hold it in there are men that put on things to make it look like they have muscles and they're even the hair transplants um things where men putting hair on their on their heads and things like that all of us, men and women, have dealt with body image issues. And I really just want to talk about that today because most people feel unhappy with the way that they look. But the outward appearance, guys, will never be able to mask our inward unsatisfaction. Let me explain what I mean by that. Everything starts from within. There is nothing on the outside of your body that you see that can mask that can mask the inner feelings that you feel because everything starts in your mind and that's inwardly. And nine times out of ten, it's not even your body that you don't like. That is an internal issue that is plaguing you like comparison because we okay, maybe I'm getting too far. So (laughs) let's slow down. I'm going to give you the definition of body image. So body image is a combination of thoughts, 
feelings, beliefs, and perceptions that you have about your own body. It's the way that you feel about your body. And this gets them from both positive and negative experiences. It's usually influenced by the things that you see. For example, if all you see on the media is um, guys with muscles or girls with big booties, then you naturally are going to gravitate to wanting to look like that. I remember back in the day, I wasn't born during this time, but I was wondering why a lot of people were smoking cigarettes. And it's because they had pictures and videos of people smoking cigarettes as if they were cool. So there's a lot of older people who still smoke cigarettes because they have developed that habit, which probably have turned to an addiction for some. But that's not necessarily about body image, but that's an example. Everything that you see, you tend to think you that you want it. Because sometimes it's like, you don't want that, but you keep seeing it, so you want it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, another example. If everybody in your family have big noses, you might actually gravitate to wanting to change your nose to look different. Or if everybody in your family is smaller, but you're a little chunkier, you're a little bigger, you may want wonder why you were born chunkier and not smaller. Do you get what I'm saying, besties? I hope y'all do. And even if your peers in the industry have BBLs, you may think that in order to stay relevant or keep up with the times that you need to get one too. It really all comes down to what you're allowing to influence you. What are you allowing to influence you? My question is this. It's a simple question, besties. If you didn't know that something was quote-unquote wrong, how would you know to make it quote-unquote right? Let's just take a, take a, a trip down imagination lane and pretend that we all were blind for a second. We're all blind, right? No one can see. How would you know what body looks better, worse, or whatever? We wouldn't even have a perception of that because we're blind. So there wouldn't be any comparison. Or we can take it way back to Genesis. When the first man and first woman was here before they ate the fruit, they had no recollection of what body type or body image was. They seen their bodies, they loved their bodies, and that was that. They were still getting to know their own bodies. So it wasn't no, oh, your body looked better than mine, my body looked better than yours. Yes, it was a man and a woman, but there was no comparison of the bodies. There was just two people naked, not even understanding or knowing that they were naked, but they just had their bodies. So why is it that we allow comparison to tell us what our bodies should look like? How how do you figure that something is wrong with your body because you don't look like her or you don't look like him? Why is it that we allow comparison 
a competition to come in to tell us our body image is wrong. So I want to talk a little bit about how social media affects body image because there has been years on top of years that the images in the media have told us what we should and should not look like. One minute, slim bodies are, are trending. The next minute, thick bodies are trending. The next minute, the BBL body is trending. The next minute, slim guys is trending. The next minute, muscular guys is trending. The next minute, dark skin is trending. Next minute, lighter skin is trending. It's all a game. But my question to you is, how long will you allow what's trending to dictate your preference in yourself and in others? This podcast will be all about getting you to think because so many times we allow others to think for us without even thinking for ourselves. If they say something that's ugly and you got it, you going with that and trying to change it. I, my heart goes out to whomever felt this way. There are a lot of young women that are um, in the music industry, rappers, singers, and they have a good following, a, a big following, not a good following, a big following. That's what I meant to say. They have a big following. And there are people on the internet who sway them to the left or to the right when it comes to their body. I heard one lady say that the reason why she got a BBL is because everybody in the the industry was getting them and the people in the comments were telling her why she don't have one too. That hurt my feelings because at the end of the day, she didn't even, that told me that she didn't even want that for real. That she allowed other people to tell her that she should get it. And I want to know how many of you have allowed other people to tell you what you should and should not have. Hip dips. When did this become a thing? Please let me know. There has There are different shapes of bodies for a reason. You do not have to allow a surgeon who is a creation to alter what the creator has made. Now, this isn't to shame anybody who has gotten surgery, whether it was weight loss surgery, where whether it was um skin skin grafting or um a BBL or butt shots or a penis grafting because men you are not exempt from this podcast either because it's not just all about women because women women and men go alter their bodies for the sake of other people. We can say that we love ourselves all we want and scream that it's about us. And if you you had money, you would change it too. But at the end of the day, it all comes down to your inner feelings about yourself. Because if you loved yourself truly, you would accept every part of you. Now there, don't get me wrong. You can go and change some things, but why do you have to go allow somebody to cut on you to do it? Another human to, to cut on you to do it. Why do you have to... And why would you allow somebody else who is not perfect to tell you that you need to look this way and look that way? Social media, we will spend hours taking a book of pictures just so one picture could come out looking right to put on our social media for other people to see. 
Because nine times out of ten, you ain't even worried about that. Do you do you realize, besties and best stores, that when you take a picture, do all the editing and everything else, you post it on a picture, you still got to live with how you actually look? There has been times where I found myself trying to edit pictures. And I when I was I was bigger, I'm going to tell on myself because that's what I do on here. Y'all my besties and we... We open, okay? We besties. We can tell each other stuff. I found myself when I was bigger because for those of you don't who don't know, who have not listened to this podcast, I was pushing 250 pounds and I am five foot five. I could not have all that fat on my frame. That was too big for me and I didn't, I, it was bad, okay? I am no longer 250. I have lost, I thought I lost 100 pounds, but I actually lost 85 um well I lost 90 I gained five so 85 pounds (laughs) okay but when I was bigger I found myself trying to edit pictures and I was trying to make myself smaller look smaller in the pictures not by no angles but like using the app trying to make myself look smaller and then I was just you know I was just thinking to myself this is very stupid because I'm putting this on here to 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 make myself look smaller but am i doing who am i doing this for and people really gonna see me and be like you know that's not how she really looks so why not embrace how i actually look you know what i'm saying why not embrace how i actually look there i don't find nothing wrong with making a picture look brighter and vibrant and smoother but when you got to edit a picture to make yourself look smaller and or make your hips bigger or, you know, all that extra stuff that we do for the gram, for the for the book, for whatever else, it does it. It does. It's not worth it because we still have to deal with what we actually look like. So it does it actually make sense to do all that for social media. And then allow social media to tell us what we should look like. Allow the media to tell us what we should look like. Because those women on the magazines, those men on those magazines, all of those people on on social media, they don't look like that in everyday life. It's a lot of filter. It's a lot of nipping and tucking. It's a lot of going to get surgery. It's a lot of pseudo things that are happening. But we're fed that. And then we think, oh, I want to look like that too. No, you don't because they don't really look like that. And why are we happy within ourselves? If you have ever thought or still think, what would they think about my outfit? Would they notice I gained 10 pounds? Would they go notice that I grew a butt? Would they notice if... um? I'm going to go back to my 10-year reunion and show off how good I look. Oh, I got a new body now. They can't do this. If all of your stuff and all of your thoughts are centered around what they think, bestie, you really need to begin to reevaluate who you're living your life for. I want to know when does it stop. Because we can't go on claiming that it's for us when everything about our bodies is centered around them and they. And what will they think? 
I want to free you because I believe that everybody struggles with their body in one way or another. I believe that wholeheartedly, but I also believe that we can learn and to love and accept the bodies that we have been given. God said that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. This means that everything within you, around you, and outside of you understands that God calls you divine. You. You are divine. A divine creation. You are special. Your body is beautiful. It's not by coincidence that you look the way you look. God took his time creating you. I know when you... There are some people that say, oh, God took his time on him or God took his time on her when somebody looks very attractive to you. But no, God took his time on you. No matter how you feel about your body, how you feel about your face, God took his time on you. He purposely designed you with those long legs. He purposely designed you. With that shape, he perfectly designed you with small breasts. He perfectly designed you with that penis. Because I, 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 I have to continue, continually hit on the penis because a lot of men they 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 are very insecure about their penis, very insecure about their penis. But it's it's just like why, why, God made you with that butt. God made you with that nose. God made you with those ears. God made you with those moles all over your face and those freckles. He made you with uh, that alopecia. He made you with that vitiligo. He made you with that. He gifted that to you. Your body is special. You are one of a kind. Your body is unique. You don't have a body in a shape like everybody else. Even if you went get a BBL, your body is still beautiful the way it is. Please do not go and alter your body anymore because your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. If you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior and you are beautiful without the enhancements, you are beautiful without all of that. You are beautiful. When you take off all your makeup, when you take off all your clothes, when you go and lay down with, with yourself or with your husband and your, or your wife, your boyfriend or your girlfriend, you still are laying down with you. You have to accept you. You have to begin to love you without everything else, without anything. The naturalist version of you, love that person, love that body because that is the only one you will ever get. You just got one, one, you just got one besties, best stores. You have one body, one, one, just one. And everything you don't love about your, your body, God calls beautiful. Everything, men and women, everything, everything. And if the creator of all things seen and unseen calls you beautiful, calls you worthy, calls you special, says that he specifically designed you that way, what? why can't you accept it? How much longer will you allow those who were created to negate the body that you were gifted? 
I'm going to ask this question again. How much longer will you allow those who were created to negate the body that you were gifted? Your body is a gift. I want to get a little bit spiritual right now because I wasn't going to get spiritual with this (laughs) podcast. Okay, I wasn't even supposed to do this. Okay, I was trying to do a whole different subject. I was. But I want to get a little bit spiritual when it comes to this. Um, talking about the body because your true self is not even your body. Your true self is your spirit. You are a spirit, bestie, bestor. I've said this before on podcasts, and I'm going to keep saying it until it registers in your mind and in your heart, and it's embedded on your subconscious mind. You are a spirit in your body. Think about it. If you don't believe me, when you go to a funeral, if you've ever been to a funeral, if you've ever seen a lifeless body, if you've ever watched a movie and somebody got killed and the body, the corpse is just laying there, the soul is with the the spirit and the soul is what empowers the body. You are a spirit. Your spirit is what is allowing you to 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 be here. And your body is your house. Right. But the Bible says in first Thessalonians, I believe I'm going hold on. Let me back check. OK. Let me back check because I don't want to leave nobody wrong, baby. All right. Um, let me see. I believe it is first Thessalonians. Give me a second, besties. Yes, it is your. It is 1 Thessalonians 5 and 23. It says in the NIV version, may God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to the scripture, you are a soul. No, you are a spirit. You are a soul, mind, will and emotion and a body. And I can bet that it is listed in the order where you should prioritize. First is your spirit, the thing that lies inside your true self. Then your soul, your mind, your will, and emotions. And then your body. We put emphasis on the thing we can see first, which is our body. And I'm going to be honest, there is nothing wrong There is nothing wrong with taking care of your body. Your body is your vessel. Your body is your vehicle. Your body is your house. You need to take care of it by not only making sure that you look good on the outside, but also what you're putting in your body, what you're listening to, what you are allowing your eyes to see. All of those things are important because it all goes back to your spirit. Your body should not be your idol. If you think about your body to please other people and you think about your body 24-7, then your body and you're putting your body before and your looks before God, that is an idol. But there is nothing wrong with wanting to look good. Hell, I want to look good. That's why I lost all this weight. Because I want to look good. But when it well, it's all about motive. Who do you want to look good for? Really ask yourself that question. Who do you want to look good for? Because we can say, it's for me, it's for me. But our 
our words our and our actions show that it's really about other people. So please ask yourself, who is it actually for? Why am I putting this on? Am I trying to get attention? Or do I really want to wear this? Why Why do I want to lose weight? And it can't, let me tell you something. I, I want you to stop doing this. I want to lose weight for my kids. I want to lose weight for my husband. No, lose the weight and get healthy for you. You are of value also. Like, we want to put stuff, we want to do stuff for other people and not for ourselves. That's a problem. It's not all about others. God's word says to love him with all your might, your mind, body, and strength. And he says to love your neighbor as you love yourself. Love yourself so you can love your neighbor. Love God. Love yourself. So that you can love your neighbor. Stop doing it for other people. It won't be worth it to do it for other people. Do it for you. You are of priority. You are an image. You are you are worth it. You. Start doing stuff for you. It's not selfish to do stuff for you. It's for you. Do it for yourself. You be your number one priority. Okay? You. You're, take care of your spirit. Take care of your soul and then take care of your body. Take care of you as a whole being. Okay, so um, we're going to talk about how to overcome body image issues. And I'm going to give you, let me see how many I got. I have seven practical ways that you can take care of your body. No, I have seven practical ways on how you can overcome body image issues. Now, I'm going to give a disclaimer because these seven ways will mean nothing if you do not have a renewed mind by the Holy Spirit. So right now, I invite you to um, invite the Holy Spirit in to renew your mind. I'll say a prayer for all of us. Um, Holy Spirit, we ask that you come in to renew our minds. Lord, help us to overcome our body image issues, whether they are positive or negative, Lord God. We want a healthy body image. We want to look at ourselves and know that we are a gift. We want to look at ourselves and take care of our spirit, man. And we want to take care of our soul. And then we want to take care of our body. Lord, help us to uncover the purpose of what our body is here for, God. And help us to see ourselves the way you see us. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. So, yes, a renewed mind, Holy Spirit, is what we're asking for. So, I'm going to give you some practical tips um, to overcome body image issues. One. Understand who you truly are. We just said this, but I think it's worth saying again. You are not just your body. According to 1 Thessalonians 5 and 23, you are spirit, soul, and body. And could it be that these are listed in the order that you should prioritize yourself? First, take care of your spirit. Then you take care of your soul and then your body. Now, let me tell you guys something. This is going to look different for each and every one of us. So it's not, oh, D did it like this, so I'm going to do it like this. No, 
That is why we invited the Holy Spirit in. He will lead each and every one of you on a journey of what you do for your individual self. He wants to walk hand in hand with you with this to overcome body image issues. And it will not happen overnight. Okay. Number two, begin to pray about the purpose of your body. We literally are just born with our bodies. When we're a baby, we we have a body and the body just grows, right? And we're literally born with it. But we never, ever question, well, why do I even have a body? If I'm like some of us don't even know that we are spirit, but we never question them. Um, why do I have a body? We never question it. We just born with it and it, we just let it fly, you know, and we just live and we most of us pass away and we never ask, why do I have a body? We never ask that. So pray about the purpose of your body. Why did God give you one specifically? Why did God give you a body? Ask him. God, why you gave me a body? That's really me asking. What you gave me a body for? For what? Because besties, it's not a coincidence that you are here. There are babies that are born still, still born. For those of you who do not know, that's when a baby, um, baby's body is delivered, but their spirit is is still is with God. They died before they was able to be on the earth. There are miscarriages that happen. You know what I'm saying? There are so many different things that happen, and the they don't they don't get a chance but you did i'm sitting here talking to y'all y'all sitting here listening to me and we are both here in a body why but what why did god give us us a body you know what made us so special that he gave us a body you know what i'm saying like why so what's the purpose of your body number three i want you guys to look in the mirror. Look in the mirror. Stand in the mirror. Look into your eyes and point out one thing you love about your body. See, this is this is something that's hard because some some of us we don't we can't. We feel like we can't, but there is something that everybody has that you like. It doesn't matter if it's a single piece of hair on your body that you like. You like something about your body. And I want I want um some people to do this. I want some people to go ahead and write down everything that you don't like about your body and write it as if you're writing to someone else. And ask yourself, would you send this letter to someone else? And if the answer is no, I want you to to ask yourself, well, why do you feel like you can talk to yourself that way? Why do you feel... That you, why do you feel that way about yourself? And that just leads me to the fourth one, which is to begin to do some soul searching. To really ask yourself, what made you not like your body? And I'll be honest with y'all. I recently wrote about three instances that happened in my childhood and in my young adult hood which I'm still in my young adulthood but three moments three significant moments in my life where I was struggling with body image issues and if I could be honest 
um the thing that didn't didn't um that I didn't like about my body wasn't even on the cost to me because I didn't I didn't really know a lot until other people made comments about it. Right? I was smaller and I was bigger. I was on both sides of the spectrums. Okay? And it was the people's opinions about me. People were commenting when I was smaller. People were commenting on my shape. Oh, you got a cute shape and this shape and this. When I got bigger, people were commenting on my big, my my bigger shape. It was always people's comments. I was, I was small when I was little. When I hit about eight years old, I was real chunky. Then I lost it. And then when I hit about eleven or twelve, I was very shapely. And then people started talking about my body again, which caused me to spiral and overeat, eat my feelings and say that I'm never going to allow nobody to see my shape again. Then I got really, really thick, really chunky. Then I got fat and then people would talk about me then. And then I had to ask myself, why are people's comments weighing so heavy in my life? This is my life. How do, how, D, how do you feel about yourself? Forget what they saying. How do you feel about yourself? And I had to, at 250, I had to come to the realization that I wanted to lose weight for me. Not because of what other people were saying, but for me. Because I no longer wanted to feel this way. I no longer wanted to look this way. I no, I no longer want to be 250. Me, not nobody else. There were people telling me that they, had, they went to a trainer and all this stuff. Saying I should go and, and uh, just really, you know, trying to, I guess, influence me. And it, it, not, nothing was wrong with that. They wouldn't say it in a harsh way or anything. But when I tell you I couldn't commit to something because somebody else was and I couldn't just say I'm going to go to a trainer too because somebody else was, I couldn't do that because I had to do it for me. I had to do it for Devin. I can't do nothing for this person, that person, and you can't do it for nobody else. It's cool to say, ah, I'm going to do it. I want to I wanna be there for my kids. I want to be there for my husband. I want to do this for my grandmother. But at the end of the day... At the end of the day, you got to do it for you. You can't make a decision for your for for other people. You can't put your put all your your eggs in another person's basket when you matter too. You got to do it for you. Okay? The next thing I want y'all to do is take responsibility. We've all abused our bodies in one way or another. No matter if we skinny, short, fat, chunky, Thick, like it don't matter. We all abuse our bodies before. All of us. All of us. From what we put in it to what we allow ourselves to listen to, but what we say, we've all abused our body in some form or fashion. Okay? So I'm not just talking about food here, but that is a part of it. We've all abused our body in some of some form or fashion. And I'm not even going to get on sex. I'm not going to get on that because we're talking about image right now. Because, <laughs> baby, we can go there too. But 
We've all abused our bodies in some shape, form, or fashion. And it's okay because we are now aware of it and we can reverse it. But we still have to take responsibility for the things that we have done. If you are 400 pounds right now, take responsibility for what you have done to your body. If you are 90 pounds, take responsibility for what you have done to your body. We've also restricted. Take responsibility for what you've done to your body. It doesn't matter if I'm I'm naming um underweight and overweight, but you plug and play your situation. Because it don't matter if you find yourself the sexiest person alive, you have still abused your body. Whether it was through what you've said, gotten surgery, whatever. Everybody has abused their body in some form or fashion. So take responsibility. Even if you overwork your body in the gym or neglected to feed your body. Take responsibility and begin to forgive yourself. What I would say is a very powerful lesson on forgiveness is Transformation Church Forgiveness University. Please, if you have the time, go watch it because Pastor Mike Todd teaches you how to actually forgive yourself. I watched it and was able to forgive myself for a lot of different things, not just body, not just body image issues, but other things. Forgive yourself. Understand that God forgives you and watch that so you can learn how to forgive yourself. The next thing I would tell you is to practice being nicer to yourself and learning to accept your body. It's not going to happen overnight, okay? But you can practice every single day. You can practice every single day by doing the other thing, standing in the mirror, pointing out something that you love about your body. Begin to accept your body in its natural state. There are some there's somebody who's regretting getting a BBL. Sweetheart, listen to me. You are forgiven. You no longer have to be ashamed. You are loved. And you can take care of your body right here from here on out. You are beautiful. You are beautiful. You are beautiful. You don't have to allow any guilt or shame to hold you back and hold you down. God loves and accepts you just as you are. and He wants you to accept yourself. He wants you to forgive yourself. He wants you to let go of that regret and place it in his hands because he is strong enough to hold that. Give it to him. Give it over to him. Say it out loud. Lord, I give this over to you. Say it. Say whatever your 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 regret is. Say it out loud right now and give it over to him and keep saying it. As many times as you feel that regret coming over you, say it over and over and over again, over and over. Lord, I give you this. Lord, I give you this. Lord, I give you this. Say it over and over again and watch 
the scales fall off. Watch the regret fall off of you. So much so that you feel physically free, okay? We also have a podcast that was right before this. It's called Why Don't You Love Yourself? I say everybody go listen to that one because we touch a little bit about this subject in that podcast, actually. So go go over and listen to that one after you finish listening to this one. Matter of fact, we should have said listen to that one before this one, okay? But it's okay because we already about 42 minutes in and um, you can always go back and listen. The last thing I would say is stop letting the media and your family to define your beauty standard. What do you think is beautiful? What is it that you think is beautiful? And answer, why don't you think you are beautiful? If everything is outside of you, um, everything that you think is beautiful is outside of you, why don't you think you are beautiful? Begin to answer those questions. Those are hard questions to ask yourself. Why don't I think I'm beautiful? You don't have to answer it with anybody else. You can answer it by yourself with the Lord. Okay? Creation cannot define beauty. Only the creator can. Only God can. So, what does God see when he looks at you? Since he's the one that is the creator, and he is the only one that can define his creation, what does God say about me? Because God doesn't look look at outward appearance. He looks at the heart, right? That's what it says in 1 Samuel 16 and 17. So God doesn't define you by your weight. He doesn't define you by your height. He doesn't define you by your shoe size, no clothing size, your skin color. He defines you first as his image. Genesis 1 26 says, God, <laughs> Genesis 1 26 says, let us create man in our image after our likeness. That's the first part. That's what Genesis 1 26 says. You were created in God's image after his likeness. When God sees you, he sees his image. He sees his child. He sees his son or he sees his daughter. He sees you. And you are not your body. So I'm going to name some scriptures that you can go and look at. I'm not going to say the actual scripture. You're going to go and look up the scriptures for yourself. So number one, 1 Samuel 16 and 17. I said that one. It is about the Lord looking at the inward appearance instead of the outward appearance. Okay. There's Ephesians 2 and 10. I'm actually I'm gonna say it. For we are God's masterpiece, created anew in Christ Jesus to do the good works that we call us to do long ago. We have first Corinthians six nineteen through twenty. Do you know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were brought at a high price. Therefore, honor God with your body. We have Psalm 139 and 14. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. We have 2 Corinthians 4 and 16. So we do not love heart. Though our outer selves is wasting away, our inner is being renewed day by day. And those are the scriptures that I will give you. And here are the ones that you have to look up for yourself.
Matthew 23, 27, Isaiah 43 and 7, Romans 12, 1, Philippians 3, 21, 1 Corinthians 15, 44, Colossians 3 and 2, and 1 Thessalonians 5 and 23. Besties, even though you're a spirit, a healthy body image is crucial. It's very necessary because you still have to live in this body. There is nothing wrong with loving and taking care of your body. But you cannot love your body more than you love who you truly are, which is spirit. You cannot love your body more than you love God. You cannot go on listening to what other people say as the beauty standard. You cannot go on doing things for other people. This life is not about other people. This life is about you and your relationship with God and that and how he will use you to overflow his love onto other people. Stop living your life for somebody else. Learn to love you. Learn to love God and then learn to love you and allow him to work through you to love people. You shouldn't be basing your whole body image on what someone else says is the standard of beauty. You are beautiful because God made you. Be your own kind of beautiful. Okay? God wants you to love your body and have a healthy relationship with your full self, with your spirit, your soul, and your body. He loves you so much and he will be on this journey because with you. Because ultimately, this is a self-love journey. Learning to love your body is a self-love journey. And don't worry, you are not alone, okay? Because I'm going through the go-through too, okay? Because your girl is in the gym. <laughs> All right, besties, I'm out of here. Remember that you are destined to win because he got up.